1: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.
2: Good morning, you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. It is just after 8 o'clock in the morning, our last hour together for this Thursday. The 3rd of August, it's been a wonderful, wonderful day so far. Oh, second, 2nd of September, I should say, 3rd of August, what am I doing? I've gone back a month, 2nd of (laughs) September, (laughs) it's the 2nd of September. Get it right, Daggy, mate. We've had an absolutely amazing hour. We got to chat to Mary Fisher, fascinating insights on our current Paralympians, their successes, 10 medals so far. Sophie Pascoe last night receiving her 11th gold medal and we asked you the question our listeners where does Sophie Pasco stand in the current age athletes? We want to hear from you so keep texting in double eight, double three we've had some great texts so far we also spoke to Mark Venus out of the US Open as he starts preparing for his first round match tomorrow and then we had a bit of country clues and we spoke to Bears about what's going to happen at home when he leaves on Monday he's got Great faith in his family, and I'm sure they're going to do a great job. And just coming up, mate, coming up in a couple of minutes, we've got Craig McMillan, our good friend, Macca. I'm pretty sure he'll be chomping at the bit, and if he's anything like me, get this, Baz. I booked a tea time for today. I'm playing golf. I'm playing golf at 2.24 this afternoon. I'm going to head out onto the golf course, have a wee hit, so I want to be interesting to see if Macca's booked him a tea time. And knowing him... The golfini he is he would have played already yesterday once we got out of level two uh level four i should say and then we've got paul mawari mate can't wait to chat to paul mawari he is probably my favorite part the energy he brings to the show the insights the little bonus bet backs we get from bonus back bets that we get from paul mawari he gives us and hopefully he's given us something tomorrow night for 657 when we go to the harness and we watch that horse all above base, so looking forward to that, mate. So we've got a great last hour. Stay with us, stay tuned, and keep firing those texts in. We'd love to hear from you. I've got a text message here, actually, Bez. This is from my mate. After talking to Michael Venus and you calling me Tova O'Brien, <laughs> <and mate, laughs> i got a good text here. Tennis is the one sport that dag is absolutely hopeless. That big serve and nothing else. Never once be to me. Six love, six love, six love. That is from Henry, my good friend, who's locked down in Auckland. Um, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. I've got a like I said to you, mate. I've got a big serve. You won't see it if it goes in, and um, that's about it. And then we're gonna, <laughs> never gonna another one from Brian. Well done, Israel. I mow your own lawns. I get the neighbour's son to mow mine. Cheers, Brian. Can't come at me, Brian, when you're getting your neighbours to mow your lawns. Come on, mate.
1: Anyway. Hey, before, we get to Macca, is before we get to Macca, though, just on mm-hmm. that, talking about having a big surf and nothing else. Well, put it this way, boys. Fizzy Izzy wouldn't be a would be a Kieran, Kieran Reid stayer. So there you go. You can do your own math <laughs> on that one. <laughs> and on the back of your August the 3rd, not September the 2nd date, morning, guys. SNZ <laughs> has been going for... Six to seven weeks now, and what a pleasure it is to listen to a sports chit-chat station again. Baz and Izzy, you two should make the sequel to Dumb and Dumber. Keep up the fun. (laughs) Great show, Kerry. I guess that is a compliment. Thanks, Kerry. Anyway, let's move on to someone who's going to talk a little bit of sense. Well, let's hope he's going to talk a bit of sense. He normally does. It's time for a McCafe coffee catch-up, and it's with our good friend Craig McMillan, of course, former Black Cap. He is Spark Sports lead commentator as well. He used to be the batting coach for. Uh, the that Black is your fourth Pets. plug today, Bez. <laughs> he joins us <laughs> on Disgusting. the phone. Now, good morning, Macca.
0: <laughs> morning, Bez. Morning, Nazi. Morning, Lance. How are we going?
1: Uh, good, You're mate. Better for talking to you as well, Mac. Do you stay up all <laughs> night and. Wow, oh, you wouldn't have to stay up that long to watch the boys last night. Have you watched the game?
0: Yeah, it did. Man. It wasn't quite crisis uh, latest shift as what it should have been. Unfortunately, I was <laughs> really excited to turn on Spark Sport last night. There's a busy summer of cricket coming up with a couple of tours, but it was a bit sobering, wasn't it, watching that performance? Um, lost equal total for New Zealand in T20s and um, outplayed right from the start. So there's a fair bit of work for the boys to do. And I think if anyone was in doubt, how hard it is to tour Bangladesh and what a. Tough mm. side they are in their home conditions, and we've both toured there, so we know. Then um, mm. yes, that certainly showed how tough it is going to be for the lads.
1: Yeah, well, I was, I was trying to explain before that that uncomfortable feeling when you walk out to bat there in Merpa and murper and you you prod forward to the left arm chicken dinner, and you get your front pad blown off by one which skids, <laughs> or conversely, <laughs> next delivery you prop forward again trying to cover the one that slides on, and it rips past your nose and bounces over your right shoulder. It's a difficult place, isn't it, Macron? And as a as a former batting coach, I mean, what, what would your messages be to those, some of the young guys who are, who are going there for the first time?
0: Well, I think one of the things you look at, Baz, is that New Zealand would have been able to look at their Aussie series and Bangladesh, they beat the Aussies 4-1, which we love, don't we? That was great because we love seeing mm. Australian cricket wherever they go. But it would have Ooh, showed right. them exactly the conditions that they were going to be up against. And I think one of the things that, the is I would give is lose the ego because T20 cricket, especially from a batting point of view, is generally about ego. You go out, you're looking for boundaries, you're looking to take on the bowlers. But in Bangladesh, you've got to score tough runs, and that means the ability to rotate the strike, pick up singles, um, and put pressure on their spinners by doing that. So, um, yeah, it was a tough night. There's a few question marks, a few points that sort of brought up throughout the performance, I think. Tom Latham was captain, and obviously this is not New Zealand's north T20 side. I think we should acknowledge that, mm. but it's a great mm. opportunity for a, a number of youngsters to um, get a taste of international cricket against a very good side in their home conditions. But I think there's a few things we have to look at before we head into that second game, and namely is the batting order. We saw last night that yeah. Henry Nicholls and Tom Latham are our two best players of spin. So to me, I push them to the top of the order. um, You know, Nichols could bat three, but Tom Latham to open, which he's done a lot of in one day cricket previously, because the first 10 overs bowled by Bangladesh, nine were by spin. So you want your best players facing that spin. So I think there's a couple of changes that New Zealand could make.
2: Hey, Matt, I was watching uh, a couple of the highlights and I was watching the dismissals by a couple of these batsmen. Was it a case of just poor shot selection? Like, it looked like they were like half in it. They would have they popped a few up and just some simple catches in the end.
0: Yeah, it was one of those things that you can train all you want, but until you get into game time, it's really difficult with mm. trying to actually adapt and get used to those conditions. And a couple of the shots early on where the players were just too early through the shot, I think Drachen, a tough start for the youngster on debut out for a golden duck. So that was a tough start where he just pushed out a little bit early. And that can happen because. When you're a bit nervous, obviously you want to hit the ball, so your hands go out in front. Mm. But um, And there's a couple of other dismissals where, And they're sneaky, these um Bangladeshi bowlers, because what they do is they'll throw one up a bit slower and it will grip and turn, so then you think you have to play everything, and then they do you with the arm ball that skids on at 15, 20k a little bit quicker. So you'll I, I hate using the word learnings, boys, because it's been overused in sport for quite a while but I would hope Mm. that there was a lot of learnings from that first performance and they'll be able to get it right because I think the one thing that you've also realised from a batting point of view is you don't need to score 140, 150 to win games in Bangladesh. Mm. Um, The highest score in the Aussie series was 131 and and the range was between 104 and 131. So if you get in that target area, that's going to win your matches over there. You've just got to find a method and a game plan that's going to get you that score.
1: See, is this? See how good, like the research that Mac has put in. Obviously, as a lead Sparksport commentator, he doesn't just turn up and <laughs> just fly by the seat of his pants. He comes prepared, comes ready. Oh, He's got his information, gosh. his preparation done. And that's why we love Macca, Craig McMillan joining us on the McCafe coffee catch up Spark. this morning Can on Baz and Izzy gone. for breakfast. <laughs> Mac, the other thing about that tour for the um, Black Caps boys is it's not just the it's not just the players who are fresh to that environment either or the, that tour. It's also the coaching staff, and they'll be learning a few things about themselves in the next little while too.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a new coaching staff with Glenn Pocknell, uh, the Wellington Firebirds coach. Um, he's the head coach over there, so great opportunity, great experience for him. You've got uh, Graham Aldridge, who's the bowling coach, uh, who's gone over, and Tylan Samarawera, who's great uh, Sri Lankan batsman Baz, so you would have played mm. a number of games against over the years as the batting coach for the. Used to bat, bat in so, rubbers,
1: Macca. Didn't, didn't ah, used to bat in spots, which is really weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: sorry, that's to re- Really unusual, but he, he he could score some runs in those conditions. So they'll be getting plenty of knowledge from from him, and I, and I hope they're putting um, or making the most of it, and they'll put it to good use throughout the series. So, yep, some new coaching staff, which is good, and I guess it boys, it's just one of the challenges. That we've got in this COVID era, isn't it, where um, the quarantine makes it uh, two is longer, so you have to try and manage the players' workload, which is not easy, because I think boys in an ideal world, after we see, saw the conditions last night, and we knew what we were going to be up against, you probably want to play more than three spinners, but unfortunately for New Zealand, I've got seven fast bowlers in their squad and only three spinners, so um, mm. that's probably another question mark I had when I was looking at the squad, and and the side moving forward is that in those conditions it would have been pretty useful if we had a fourth spinner
2: i totally agree there mate i used to love bowling a bit of spin in the net so maybe a little dougie bracewell might go bowl a couple of offies throughout the weekend he could be another little off spin option mate um before we before we uh got on this uh got on this conversation with you i spoke to bears about the conditions and i spoke about you know they would have prepared for that and they would have known what was coming so What's what's the excuse for 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 those, you know, for that kind of scoring in those conditions? Because I feel like when we've gone to South Africa and we've played over there, we we know what's coming, we know the expectations, so there's got to be a bit of um, you know, a, a bit of things on yourself. You know, you got to take it on on your, on the chin for these current players. If you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, for sure. Is he? Yeah. Oh, without a doubt, mate. Mm. I mean, they. A few guys have toured there this is a very young and inexperienced new zealand t20 side because there's actually none of the side that's going to the t20 world cup over there at the moment so that's a bit of a shame because i would have liked to have seen perhaps a couple of the experienced guys go over and and just help and and nurture some of these youngsters but because of the way the schedule is um that hasn't been able to um, be put in place unfortunately you've got to pick what tours you can have your key players so you're right. I, mean, I know they trained a lot out at Lincoln, and they had spinning low conditions over there. But you know what international sports like it just grabs you between the mm. eyes sometimes. And as a youngster, it's it um it, it can be tough. And it's going to take a little while for mm. a couple of these guys to find their feet in these conditions because they're so alien to what they used to in New Zealand. But that said, is when Bangladesh come here to New Zealand, and and we yeah. we bang them, knock them over in three days, and send them packing, um, you know, yeah. there's plenty, there's not many excuses for them when they come here, so we've got mm-hmm. to be the same. We have to adapt, we have to get better, and we have to find a method, a game plan that's going to be mm-hmm. successful. And they would have talked about it, but now it's about action, mate. You know what it's like at, at the international level. They've got to yeah. find a way that's going to be successful for them individually and as a batting group, I reckon.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's a, it's a good point about the conditions as well, Mac, that you make. That... And we've got a text here that's come through while you've been on, on air with us. Morning, fellas. Bangladesh wickets aren't really a great advocate for T20 cricket. Low and slow. All turning from over one with the new ball. Bangladesh taking 15 overs to chase 60 against second string. Black cab side points to how tough it is to bat on these kinds of wickets, even for the home side. That is true. And some will say it's not great watching this this type of cricket. But this is... This is the challenges of playing around the world, isn't it, Maka, that you're going to face not just your own conditions where you can excel, but you need to find a way to excel on the road, and the game can serve up many different challenges, and Bangladesh just happens to be one of those.
0: Yeah, for sure, Baz, and that's why cricket's so great, because no two countries have the same conditions, and that's why it's so difficult when you tour around, you get exposed if your skill set's not where it needs to be. I think it's a really fair point, mate, and it, think probably both you boys would agree that T20 cricket is sort of about entertainment so from that point of view I don't think it was a good pitch if that was a pitch for a test match and obviously each side who plays at home wants conditions to favour the home side just a little bit then I wouldn't have an issue no problem at all because let's be honest in New Zealand we have pitches that are generally green have a little bit of pace and bounce that suit our seamers so there's no issue with that if it was a test surface but for a T20 surface I think it just needs to be a a better conditions, better surface for everyone, and then the best skill set wins, and I don't know if that was completely the case last night. Obviously, Bangladesh, who do tend to be on the wrong side of results when they tour overseas, probably think, at home, this is our one chance to get some wins, to beat some opposition. We're going to load up conditions in our favour, and I think I read a comment this morning that that pitch was even tougher than what they played on during the Australian series. So, the New Zealanders now know what they're going to be up against, the conditions they're going to face. Now they have to find um, some answers to the questions that were posed last night.
2: Nice, mate. Great little insights, mate. Cheers for that. Just before we go, I want to ask you, I'm teeing off today, 2.24. Have you had a game yet?
0: <laughs> I took the young fella out yesterday, is. <laughs> yes. How'd first you go? Day, first, day, first day, level three um oh it was so good walking around the links uh it was a nice day down here in christchurch went okay um but it's tough there's no pins and you can't actually see on the green where the holes been cut so oh. you are playing a little bit blind so um yeah uh text me later if you want to know where the holes have been cut is that might save you a couple of <laughs> shots although the way the way your wedge play is, I'm not sure that will be a factor, so maybe, maybe Oh, we'll... don't start,
2: mate. <laughs> Boy, I have been working on my wedges the last couple of days and I must say I'm I'm creaming it at the moment, mate. The the ball sound is absolutely flushing meadows, if I must say. So watch out once we yeah. get back to our Wednesday golf group, mate.
1: Is he do you, do you remember do you remember the old <laughs> Do you remember the old ads where uh, the the dad was playing sport against the sun? And he was, like, yeah, be in the goal. And doing, like, penalty shootout. And the son was in there. The dad was, like, smacking it as hard as he could in the top right-hand corner. And then just in the face of his son. That, my friend, yeah. is Macca and his boy Mitchell. Yeah. Maka just all <laughs> over him. All over him. Oh, yeah. The most competitive person I know, Craig McMillan, without a doubt. Is that I fair, Mac? Come on. I can
2: confirm that because uh, remember when we went to the Nets and you brought your son down to bowl gets here and you were absolutely pumping him. You were trying to smash him out of <laughs> <park>. Remember that?
0: <laughs> no, I don't remember that. Liz. I'm not sure where you've got that from, to be honest, mate. Um, no, it's no. well, I can confirm. I, I, I did take the chocolates yesterday, boys. It was a tough match. But he um, put the youngster in his place. So it was a good day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's why he was a wonderful batting coach for the black caps too. Ultra competitive in net sessions as well. Well, Mac, we know you like a punt as well, so we like to have our guests leave with something to celebrate when they leave the Bazanizzy breakfast show. So Cranbourne race three today, mate. There's a horse called Tinge. So it's paying six fifty and two forty. Wow. Feel free. Feel free to have a little punt oh. on your on your on your afternoon.
0: Well, Baz, I've got to say that I'm glad to hear that your tipping's improved. Because as let me tell you, during the cricket season, it wasn't flash at all. And Baz had the knack of picking the one donkey in the race when he was tipping a horse. So, um, and there wasn't much success in the commentary box. So, um, my fingers are crossed. I'll put something on it, and if it doesn't win, then perhaps I'm the caller. So we'll see how it goes.
2: <laughs>
1: exactly. Maybe Baz's you are tip
2: the caller, or the line tamer.
1: This is this is Baz's stuff. <laughs> anyway, Mac, thanks oh, no, for joining us, no mate. Shots. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. Have, a, thanks, have an boys. awesome time. And love to catch up with you again soon. Craig McMillan. Cheers, Mac. And that was a McCafe coffee catch up with Craig McMillan, of course, former Black Cap, also former Black Cap batting coach, and now Spark Sports League commentator throughout the summer. So, Craig McMillan, thanks for joining us. This is Baz Nizzi for breakfast on SENZ. It's 8.21 in the morning.